Welcome to the Signal 50 podcast for April 25th, 2021. A little bit different format tonight, reasons. Uh, I want to say good evening to everybody out there in podcast land. Howdy, everybody. Uh, we're, we're, we're done with the better part of April at this point. Uh, still kind of chilly and nasty out there. We're, we're kind of hoping that summer does show up. Bravo, good evening to you, sir. How are you? Alpha, good evening to you. Great to hear you again. Glad you're feeling better. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Slight, <laughs> slight technical difficulties uh, on Wednesday night. Everybody, uh, <laughs> yeah, stuff happens. Anyhow, moving along. So you might notice that we we're, we're a little bit different in format. A little housekeeping up front, bottom line up front. There, there's a couple things going on. We're just uh, checking a few things against uh, a control here. And we'll we'll come back with our findings here soon enough. But uh, needless to say, we're we're having some challenges with our tech overlords. So, and we'll just go from there. Anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna get going here very quickly. Move things along. That's right. And when we get into this, uh, I think uh, this past week um, with, the, with the technical difficulties and things like that, we do know that. Things are happening in Arizona very quickly. Uh, the The election uh, is, is uh, according to the rules and everyone else, uh, it's been decided. Got Biden in the White House. There you have it. Um, we've talked about this alpha. I'm not a big fan of it. Um, we also know what's going on around us. We'll get into that in just a little bit. But uh, with a lot of persistence, um, many of you, if you watch War Room, if you watch uh, Stephen K. Bannon, you watch um what's going on in arizona right now we do have uh the audit is on that's right uh, the uh i don't put it past the deep state and the rest of them to try and challenge this uh they tried already but they didn't want to come up with a million bucks which they knew was going to get be a losing battle a losing um <laughs> that's a bet they didn't want to take um and it, everything's legal so and they're, they've been training. They, I believe they started counting. Um, and you can watch this on azaudit.org. Everything's transparent. And I kind of wish this was present during the November 2020 stuff. But um, I think this is uh, kind of cool to see, and I think everyone should check it out. Well, it'll be very, very interesting to see what happens. I'm really uh, quite interested in the results, and I hope this does catch on in a few other places. You know, I, nothing is going to change anything and no one's trying to change anything. I think what's, what's happening is, is we, we need to figure out what happened here. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, and this will be very interesting. What, what I find very interesting is the Democrats didn't want to put up a million dollar bond. Mm. That's chump change to them. Right. Right. Well, you would think it would be, um, I wouldn't put it past them to try and get an injunction somewhere else. Um, but again, we will find out, uh, it's going to be one of those, wait and sees uh and the margin of victory in arizona was ten thousand votes if i remember correctly yeah and they're they're looking this isn't just a recount and the recounts i didn't believe really well you recount the same stuff without taking a close look at it they're using ultraviolet light to see if the ink is um is fluorescent uh you know fluoresces uh, they're using all kinds of, you know, are there folds on the on the ballots? Are there other signs? They have a whole process. It's all open. You can read about it. Mark Fincham is a state senator out in Arizona. 
He was the spearhead to this whole process. I strongly encourage you all to check him out. He's on Parler. He's on Telegram. Uh, he's not on tele- and he's not on uh, Twitter anymore. But, <laughs> but go figure. So this is amazing stuff. They have cameras on all the time. They have security officers. They have police. Right. They have uniform, non-uniform. This is all open. So I, I mean, right. and if you're if you're watching right now, this is actually the live stream. Right. They have a live stream and the cameras, and then camera number three is interesting. They have a sequestered uh, area with fencing. And all of the ballots that they're recounting are, are lined up, ready to go. And it took a long time to get out of Maricopa County supervisor's fingers to let that, to get this. They tried everything they could to, to make sure that it, you know, it would be able to come to fruition. So again, all I have, all I have to say is, you know, uh, a recount is, is a, it should be de rigueur or it should be, a routine thing to go through a recount, right? Because mm-hmm. what are you afraid of? You either counted them right the first time or you didn't. And it's not a good sign when you have Antifa and BLM coming into the town, booking hotel rooms and all kinds of stuff. And the governor decides to move finally the national guard to the border. Convenient. Don't you think? So, <laughs> They, you know, President Trump the other day did come out and say, um, go, uh, Governor, uh, what's his name there? Uh, Ducey, uh, why don't you put the National Guard and get security going around the uh, arena where the this recount is occurring and this uh, audit, excuse me, it's not a recount, it's an audit, it's a forensic audit. So, anyway, thought everyone would like to know about that. Very interesting to see how that turns out. Yep. Very interesting to see how that turns out. So moving on, I, I, we've been, I've been chatting with uh, friends of mine, uh, people that are building houses, people that are looking to get into the market or sell their homes. Uh, selling is uh, a hot market right now. Yeah. The other, the other interesting thing is this personal experience. I have a project I was working on. I needed one sheet of plywood. Uh, <laughs> And, and it had to be had to be pressure treated. I was working on something that's going outside, not touching the ground, but as part of a uh, a project I'm working on. And I had to go down to Lowe's, and uh, there's not a plug for them, just a place I decided to go, one of the big box stores. And and uh, normally, from what I remember, is about twenty five dollars a piece, you know, for one full piece of sheet wood, or you know, um, I'm not Three a quarter inch pressure treated marine grade plywood right exactly uh i had to fork over 74 dollars and 99 cents for one sheet of plywood well what do you think that's doing to people's construction budgets uh it's interesting you mentioned that alpha i did speak with a couple of people that are looking to build houses (laughs) the cost of materials uh one one had the takeoff you know they do takeoffs they they say these are your plans this is how many two by four sixes you need and how many pieces of sheet wood you need a sheet sheet rock blah 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 seventy thousand dollars on average up to one hundred fifty thousand now that's insane it is and i said to myself wow that is <laughs> that's pretty remarkable in the last uh we're not even at 100 days yet are we for the new administration well, we've got a we 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 have a listener out there, TJ Hop. He's he's mm-hmm. commenting that it's sixty nine dollars for a sheet of half inch plywood. Wow, 
<laughs> yeah, it's insane. Um, <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> at, the, at, at the orange place yesterday. Jeez. Good God. And they were nice enough to cut it for me. I mean, they cut it in half for me. They didn't charge me anything for it. Uh, so, but you know, the, the project I'm working on, needed a full sheet. I'm and, ashamed of you. You can't cut your own plywood. Uh, not straight. No. <gasps> <laughs> oh my God. Anyhow. Well, you had that big fancy saw at the place. I was like, well, yeah, you can. yeah. Big panel saw. That's nice to have. Yeah. Hey, listen, you know, the price of things are, you know, it, the mall, the, the market is very volatile right now. And, and I was just, you know, it's funny. We should get into this conversation that the housing market itself is it's insanity. Hmm. In, in my area, people are putting their houses on the market and bidding wars are ensuing and they're getting 200, you know, 175 to $200,000 over their asking price for a house. Wow. That is complete insanity. Unbelievable. So the values of everything are so greatly overinflated right now. Mm. versus their true value uh, mm -hmm. in the long run. And there's a factor out there that nobody's really wanting to realize or, or discuss. It's going to be very important to pay attention to. Um, you know, look, most states, I think, uh, I think all of the states through the federal government, I think there's a moratorium on evictions and mm -hmm. uh, foreclosures until June 1st. Mm -hmm. Now, I think that we all can understand that there's been uh, the government has put everybody out out of work and and a lot of people out of out of you know uh, business. It just it just is what it is at this point. Mm -hmm. Now, how many people are behind on their mortgage? I, I know a number of people that are. Uh, mm -hmm. How many people are risking foreclosure? I know a number of people that are. Uh, now, what June happens 1st. when all of the in yeah. June 1st, what happens when all of the we've talked about it before on the show at last count, there were about 40,000 foreclosures and evictions and or combination foreclosures or evictions are going to be served in my, you know, in the county that I live in, just mm -hmm. my county. Mm -hmm. What is that going to do to the housing market? Um. Well, you're going to have a lot of people getting out, right? Banks are taking over the mortgages, so it becomes their their issue. And then people are are not going to have jobs. They're not going to have money. And it's going to crash. Everything's going to fall right down. And housing will become cheaper very quickly. The values, now this is the problem, though. The values in our homes are major investments, and those are all going to plummet also. That's right. That's right. And, 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 you know, this is all tied together, you know, mm -hmm. guy, everybody out there, you know, we, we, we're, we're trying something a little bit different with the formatting and we're working on a couple of different things here. Um, we just wanted to have a free form discussion on, on where we think things are going, you know, looking, you know, at the tea leaves as we see them. Uh, and, and the economy is going to be something that's going to affect everybody. Yeah. And, and one other, I think one other contributing factor to this is the fact that the government is printing money faster than the machines can print it. That's right. And we're that's writing, we're writing checks that we can never hope to cover. Right. And I, I, I believe the word that is common to all of this alpha is inflation. We are dealing with inflation at, at a level we've never seen before. And it's going to happen. And it's I based on policies from the current occupant of the white house. Right. 
I think I, I don't think that we've hit a level of inflation just yet, but I think that we are headed definitely in the direction of of maybe hyperinflation, uh, and it, it's going to be bad. You know, look, you know, if anybody out there thinks that they're immune from this, you're not, because the value of your home is going to drop. It's going to have to drop because there's a big bubble right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if it's a seller's market, if you're getting out of the market. You know, now's a great time to do it. I wouldn't wait too much longer. We're just having right. a conversation. Uh, the, the the I know there's a couple people in our audience um, that know this certain individual that I might have been talking to. Uh, we'll sh- we'll just not share names. Pretty tall fella. Anyhow, uh, we were talking about it, and and some real estate stuff is going on there. And you know, the the message is, I need to sell my house quickly. And take advantage of this hot market, or I'm going to, you know, I'm 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 going to be in trouble. Mm. So you know, there it is. Here comes 2008 all over again, uh, probably within the next four to five months. I think on steroids, uh, it's oh, going to yeah. make 2008 look like a, uh, a dog and pony show. What are the banks going to do? What are the banks? What are these mortgage lenders going to do? You know, when when they have to go out. And it's their money on the line, uh, secured in a piece of real estate. And when somebody just stops paying, you know, what are they supposed to do? Well, they were told to leave it alone, but now they're going to start taking it back and you're going to have to get return on their investment somehow. But again, we're not economists, but we'll find out. Well, I am an economist. You're an <laughs> economist. Our audience, oh. everybody's, everybody is an economist around their own kitchen table. That, that. Good point, sir. I did not think of that. Everybody yeah. needs to be an economist around their own kitchen table. And and it's time to stop thinking about, you know, at our age, we, we think a little bit more long term. You know, where, mm. what is what is my life going to look like in 15 years? What mm. is my life going to look like, you know, in 20 years? What are the costs going to look like in 20 years? How do I sustain the lifestyle to which I've become accustomed? Mm-hmm. In retirement, 15 years from now, what do I have to do? Okay, so they tell us, let's put away money in a 401k, or I am employed in a position with a pension uh, that's that's a public trust pension, a uh, public union. You know, what is that going to look like when you're ready to start drawing money off of it? Well, it's going to look like it didn't. It doesn't look as good as it you think it does right now. Because the value of those funds and the amount of printing of money that's going on right now decreases the value of the dollar that's that's there. That's and right. It's going to take more money to buy a loaf of bread than it did before. <laughs> so instead of paying a dollar fifty or whatever it was, now it's going to be ten dollars. Right. Because of all this printing, and again, it all it's not only just just the printing of the money. It's the it's the taxes. It's the it's the amount of money we're going to have to pay to the government. So right. when you hear uh, the the White House talking about raising capital gains yes. from 24%. Wait, 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 wait. Ladies and gentlemen, this is very important. This is very oh. important to listen to about raising taxes and the capital gains, capital gains taxes, and how it is going to impact you and me and everybody else. Right. So... Talking about capital gains, which is something that you have to pay 
long-term capital gains when you hold a stock for longer than a year. Correct me if I'm wrong, Alpha. I believe that's the last Something time I talked down. to my accountant. Okay. So anyway, when you sell a stock um, and um, everyone uh, get ready for this, it's going to go from 24% all the way up to 58%. Uh, 48% for the government. And if you live in one of the high tax states, add another 10% to that because they're going to get their money because they can't afford anything that they keep spending money on. Uh, and they're going to take it from you. Now, we've all been promised. Now, I, I, saw the, I saw the writing on the wall when they said, we're going to take from the rich. We're going to, chart, we're going to tax those rich, <laughs> rich people. Well, wait a minute. What does rich mean? Well, they told us anyone making more than $400,000 would be taxed. And then they changed their mind and said, well, if you're married and you're, you know, combined, you know, 400,000, 200,000 for uh, single people. I mean, they they changed their mind more than I change underwear. So, you know what? I can't, I don't trust them. All I know is they want, they're going to keep taking money away from us, making it more money going to the government to pay for their, their programs that i don't support nor do i want that's another story for another day we have to have some kind of sensible policy and that's another reason why i'm not a big fan of the curtain right document of the white house well it it, it all gets summed up in in the following way what what you're saying is you don't want your money being spent on programs you don't agree with okay fine correct let's just say that the spending that the government is uh, participating in right now and 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 even in the last administration just because of covid and and certain things that needed to be done um i don't necessarily agree with them either it just it was the cost of doing business at the time and it still kind of is okay mm-hmm. this country cannot sustain that pace and level of spending without impacts elsewhere okay Mm -hmm. you cannot keep printing money and hope for the same results in the big pool of money out there your money just got diluted that's right right now that being said you have some policy decisions that are being made at a more local level and on the federal level that takes effect later on with the raising of minimum wage to a $15 minimum wage. Right. Now, okay. Two things will happen. Minimum wage jobs are not meant to be careers. However, there are people out there that, that you know, they, they work minimum wage jobs. They just do. It is what it is. And it will be great for that person to see their paycheck, you know, double if they are able to keep their jobs because the overhead cost of the business got raised so high, it might not be sustainable. Okay. So there's an impact, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to have to make cuts in your overhead costs to cover your differences, your deltas and your, your GNA costs have to go down your mm-hmm. gross and accounting. Now, considering that the cost of the goods sold, the COGS cost of goods sold will have to be raised proportionately to the price it costs you to produce them at ba- at base cost in your GNA, your $15 minimum wage employee on an assembly line or in a bakery or whatever, 
or wages raised across the board, across the entire supply chain, the cost of consumer goods is going to go through the roof. Mm. It necessarily has to, to cover the costs and the raise in the labor rate. It just is what it is. Follow or they're going to find they're going to find computers to take your place. <laughs> You're going to just interact with a computer and order your whatever, and they're going to have less people. You know, they can have a machine flip a burger just as well as a person can nowadays. So, well, you know, we're, we're, we've already started to see that happen in in a lot of McDonald's, and McDonald's is a pilot for a lot of this technology and labor saving technology that they've been doing it for years, and they're very very good at it. Mm-hmm. They've eliminated cashiers by me. There are no more cashiers at McDonald's. Mm. Except at the drive-through, that's and it. those are good first-time jobs. Taught responsibility. They really are. So, anyway, moving well, on to our next buckle topic. Up, buckle up, everybody. The economy is 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 in for a bumpy ride. Um, I would strongly recommend if you you have a portfolio out there somewhere, which most people do, uh, of some kind, a four hundred one k, a retirement, a pension fund, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Whether it's self-funded, publicly funded, doesn't matter. Get a hold of an investment advisor or your investment advisor in in the short term and start discussing some different options. I think that would be a wise thing to do. Yes, indeed, sir. Not giving any financial advice. I'm telling you, go seek financial advice. Mm -hmm. Protect yourselves. Protect Protect yourself because no one else is going to protect you, period. That's right. All right. Moving along. Yeah. So we do have, uh, we talked about the Arizona recount. Um, I think uh, one of the things that we noticed uh, this past week with all of the decisions and the cases and the, you know, the, the issues that we were seeing you know, with um, the jury uh, that we were talking about last show, remember this alpha, there was a juror that was, um, that was discharged, you know, like before the deliberations actually started was found out that she was the alternate on the jury. So they have different, they don't know who they are. They listen to the whole thing. And then, then they, if they were, they don't need to move the alternate into the deliberation uh, seats. This is in Michigan, in Minnesota. Then that person is discharged. So she, she was talking with people cause uh, it sounds like she didn't have anyone protecting her. Cause she really, she really opened her mouth uh, to the point where she described they were so worried about what was going to happen if they did not find him guilty on all charges. We're talking right. about Chauvin that the place would erupt and that they just wanted to see it end. Now, <laughs> I, well, I, I think it's, I think it's beyond, hold on one second. I, yeah. I, I, I was listening to some of the same reports as, as many of you in the audience know, I, I lived in the twin cities metro area for a number of years. And I know a lot of people out there, uh, I pay very close attention to a, a resource out there. They're talking deep on the inside of, of what's really happening in the city of Minneapolis. Uh, there's some good reporting that's being done out of there, and and there's some good stories and good uh, man on the street type things that are are coming out about it. They weren't necessarily worried about, you know, the city of Minneapolis burning down. Bravo. Mm. They were more uh, concerned about being found out and having their houses burned to the ground. Mm-hmm. That too. Well, they. I was summer. You. 
excellent point. They were summer. They were worried about their houses being, that's right. you know, coming, you know, BLM and Antifa coming to their house, and that just emboldens the BLM, the BLM terrorists, and the Antifa terrorists. Well, it looks like they won. Yep. And now that now they're not done, they haven't let go of the uh, the Minnesota uh, chop zone or whatever they're calling it in Minnesota. The George Floyd, uh, the George Floyd zone at 38th in Chicago. Yep. They're not letting that go. They continue that. They continue holding on to that. And then, of course, you have uh, emboldened. You know, now they're showing up in Arizona. We talked about that in the beginning of the show. Why they're showing up in Arizona. So this is this is this is not the way this country is supposed to work. He and in my opinion, again, in my opinion, I don't think he got a fair trial, and they should go right to an appeal quickly <laughs> and bring this up. Even the judge said it in his closing remarks. Well, the the judge the judge was not. Um, I I I think this judge did a lot of things poorly in the Chauvin trial. Um. I think he was also quite intimidated by what was going on. And uh, I wonder if there was a lot of pressure by uh, officials in Hennepin County uh, put on him to do some of the things that he did. Um, I I don't know that. Uh, That'll be interesting to find out maybe someday in the future. Uh, But some of the decisions he made, what's that? Makes a lot of sense. Didn't put sure. the jury into, did not put the jury into sequester mode. Nope. Did not, did not uh, make, you know, did not change the venue. No. That's crazy. Why you wouldn't change the venue is beyond me. But, because the mob wanted the trial there. <laughs> yeah. The, and we're not talking about the mob mob, like from the 30s and 40s. We're talking about the mob, like Antifa and BLM. Well, you know, we have a we have a very astute listener in the audience, TJ Hop, and he said he opened the door for a reversal of the verdict. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I I think what's really happening here is I think the judge's hands were tied, and I think anyhow, and you know, look, we've been wrong before. Yep. Um, this is not something I want to be. This right. is not something I want to be wrong about because I, I I do think that a great injustice might have been done here. Uh, it's possible. Uh, but we'll have to see. Uh, I, I think he did kind of open the door for, and he even said it himself. He says, well, you know, you've got a lot here to go on for an appeal. Um, <laughs> well, we're going to have to wait to see how things turn out. And, and, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of, um, I think there's going to be a lot of behind the scenes looking at, at, at how this all unfolded. And now rumor has it that the DOJ is starting a wide sweeping investigation of uh, the Minneapolis police department. And I also think that they're just trying to do Chauvin in uh, because they're going after him for a 2017 encounter he had uh, on Mm -hmm. a civil rights case. So I, I don't know how Derek Chauvin is going to be able to fight the federal government. I mean, they're digging stuff up out of his past just to torpedo him at this point. Mm. This is the, you know, once they're down, keep them down, shut up, stay down tactic that the government can use against you. And it's just a bad deal. Wow. I I, I was going to say for the DOJ to start marching in there and to say, we're going to do an investigation of the Minneapolis police department. That's not good because the government just has this overreaching overbearing, way of just coming in there and starting to, you know, take no prisoners. They just go in for the, to, to make sure it's final. 
and, and shut it down. But. It's a big time intimidation tactic to make sure everybody stays on the same sheet of music too, or shuts everybody up. Yeah. Think about it that way as well. Yep. So I don't know. We'll have to keep an eye on things there in Minneapolis. It could be interesting coming up. So we'd also like to just tell everyone out there, if you find something that you want us to talk about, you want to bring it up, uh, we're more than happy to hear about it. You can contact us at info at signal50.com. Make sure you check out our website, signal50.com. And we are looking to get your input about things to talk about. Sure. A little bit more audience participation, I would say. You bet. So let's talk a little bit about the tech giants and, and where things are and, 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 and what's going on. What do you say, Bravo? Talk into that a little bit. Yep. Okay. So everybody heard us talk about project Veritas, right? Yep. And what's project Veritas doing? They are making big lawsuits. <laughs> Big, 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 big lawsuits against Twitter, New York Times, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, is that going to change anything? I don't know the answer to that question. Um, I can tell you that tech censorship has hit us, even a tiny little podcast started by two good friends on a Wednesday afternoon with an idea. We're not making any money from it, and the tech giants are trying to stifle what we're trying to say because they don't like it right and for two people like us to fight them is is what bravo uh it's impossible correct just, you can't do it i mean we don't know how to do it. i mean i wouldn't even know where to begin but we're also we're doing this to have a conversation and exercise our first amendment rights right talk about talk about hurting your local economy if you engage in a lawsuit with these people you, you you aren't going to win there's there's no way to win so you know look the tech giants have gotten out of control um we're just trying to have a conversation with people and and the gatekeepers of the tech world are throttling what we're saying they're deleting things from us they're making false claims about some of the things that we do and it's it's really it's really disheartening, right, Bravo? Oh, very much so. Very frustrating. Very frustrating. I don't know. Enough about that. We'll see how this experiment goes today, and we'll get back to you. Exactly. Tune in next time to find out how this went. <laughs> film at 11. <laughs> Actually, probably no film. No. <laughs> no film. No. So I know that there was something else you wanted to talk about tonight, Bravo, before we wrapped it up. Um, you have to remind me the Oscars. Ah, uh, yes, the Oscars. You know, that's why I forgot about it. Uh, exactly. real quick, <laughs> really quick. Uh, the Oscars were are on tonight, and I used to love watching the Oscars and the Grammys and the Emmys. And sometimes they got you know the shows that I really liked or the movies I liked were nominated. It was fun to watch and see them get up there and thank everyone and. All of a sudden, I, I would say it was almost like 10 years ago, and it's really gotten worse up to now, uh, where actors, actresses start uh, preaching to us, telling us how bad we are, telling us how we're not good enough and that we're, we're privileged and all this other crap that I just, it just bothers me to no end. 
I turned it off. And not only am I turning it off, Alpha, I know you turned it off. You didn't pay attention to that stuff even when we were kids. Right. <laughs> but I think other people are turning it off also. And here's here's a couple of examples real quick. So, for instance, uh, a couple of shows, uh, you know, big Star Wars fan. Uh, when they fired Gina Clarano, and she's doing very well, by the way, um, the, the backlash is still going on. The, the fans are leaving in droves from Disney+. Plus. They stopped watching... That they're on the second show of WandaVision, which was a Marvel character, uh, the uh, the um, uh, Blair, uh, the um, Scarlet Witch. That's the character of the DC universe. They stopped. They turned it right off when that happened. Another uh, series just came out for them on Disney Plus, which was which is the uh, Falcon and um, the Winter Soldier. And the second show, they were doing something on. They had an Antifa-like thug who was who was bashing the American flag, or they were trying to you know cater to this woke kind of politic. People and they can find the the statistics because they know what's going on. They everyone turned it off, and it's just going on and on. People are now watching baseball games, football games. They're not they're not participating in any of this, and. As uh, Dan Bongino says all the time, uh, there you know we got to get them to pay attention, and you know even Coke is backtracking from their nonsense from the the election laws, and so is Delta. Um, keep it up, everyone. That's all I got to say. Keep it up. Well, listen. You know, generally speaking, that uh, conservatives when we engage in a uh, boycott. You know, our boycotts are effective because we actually have money to spend. We're not just sitting there screaming and shouting in the basement. Uh, we actually are out there doing doing things. So mm -hmm. it's a different. Yep. Get woke, Get woke go broke. Go broke. You That's got right, it. Gabe. That's right. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> exactly. Well. Exactly. I think we've hit the end of the show there, sir, because we're trying to hmm. kind of goes quick, but it does go quick. So everybody, we're, we're, we're just going to try something a little bit different. So stick with us, bear with us. We're going to come back. I know we promised a special guest, Martha Bonetta. I know we promised her. She has been just slaving away, trying to make sure that Virginia doesn't uh, completely spiral into oblivion uh she's working on a gubernatorial candidate uh program there she's also working in georgia on some things uh and she's working in florida on some stuff so you know stay tuned she's a she's a mover behind the scenes of uh republican and conservative politics in the united states and we are going to have her on as soon as she can sit still for 15 minutes <laughs> which is very nice of her to do it. There's no yeah, we'll get it on there. We promise. We'll get it up. Don't worry about it. And then once we get her on the show, we'll be able to get uh, some more interesting guests. And, and mm -hmm. things might uh, things might change from there. Right. We'll have to see what happens. So there you go. And on that note, I I've got nothing else for the nothing else further for the group. How about you? Uh, no, I think it's no. uh, we're going to wrap it up early because uh, we're finding uh, some of the things that we're going to try and we want to hear what your comments are, what you think of the new format and how we're going to do things. Uh, give us an email, info at signal50.com. Check us out on the website, uh, 
Signal50.com, www.signal50.com. And, of course, we're on Telegram, and we are on Parler. That's right. And, and the app is back, by the way, in the Google Store and on Apple uh, App Store. They are back. They are back. Everybody, thanks a lot for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I know it's a short show. Appreciate you uh, spending a half an hour of your Sunday night with us, or 36 minutes and 20 seconds to be exact. Uh, it's going to be a long week. Uh, apparently, summer is about to show up, so everybody get out your shorts and your T-shirts. Hopefully, uh, you know, we, we have to work for a living in, in whatever we have to wear. Then we can wear the shorts and T-shirts. But anyhow, we want to say uh, give a shout-out to our affiliate, POFUSA, POF-USA.com, makers of the finest AR-15 rifles in the United States. Some very innovative products made in Chandler, Arizona. Uh, some of you might have noticed on the Telegram channel, I put the uh, Frank DeSoma Memorial Shooting Range video dedication up uh, out in Arizona. He was quite the guy. I would encourage everyone to go to our Telegram channel and go ahead and check that out. Uh, it's really worth your time to watch. Frank DeSoma was a super special person in my life, and he affected a lot of people's lives. He's just a super great guy, tragically taken from us far too soon by a stupid accident. Stupid. Mm. Anyhow, on that note, Everybody have a great week. Make sure to catch us on a podcast. Take care. Bye-bye, everybody.